Thursday night. From Old Seven Mile Pike Studios, Shelbyville, Kentucky. Episode 126. Season 2. Tonight. Praying without ceasing. The word for your day. We're taking your prayer requests and more. And now. That's right. It's always morning somewhere. Good evening. Welcome to the Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa. This is the Good Morning Show at night. It's Thursday Night Live, and we're so happy to be with you this evening. We can't wait to spend a little time with you before the weekend, and this is it. As always, we're taking your prayer requests. It's never an interruption. It's a very big part of the show. So let us know how we can pray with you and for you tonight. Also, we want to let you know that we cannot see you come in or out of the rooms when you're on Facebook or you're on YouTube. We don't know. You guys can see each other's names, but we can't. We only know that you're here if you type in your chat box and send us a little message. So just say, hey, let us know where you're tuning in from tonight so we can give you a very special shout out. We want to honor you and welcome you. And so we really want to know that you're here. So bless you, bless you, bless you. Let's jump over to the chat box already. Bobby Patton in the house. Good evening, Pastor Bobby. Bless you. So glad that you're on this evening. Angie from Amarillo, Texas in the house tonight. I have missed you, Angie. I hope you've been well. Amen. Mary Kay from Shelbyville, Kentucky, just down the street. She's having her usual Lipton decaf tea with a sprinkle of turmeric. And Robin Woodard from Elizabethtown, Kentucky, says, Happy Thursday, writes, and happy Thursday to you and Otis. We bless you. Monica and Donnie Masterson from Maryville, (laughs) a.k.a. Knoxville, Tennessee. Hey, hey, she says, hey, hey to you. So glad you're on. Absolutely. Joanne Penrod, Northern Ohio. She says, good evening, and we say good evening to you, sister. Bless you guys. Welcome. So glad you all are here. Yeah, you know, uh, I I, ju- I just I didn't get to tell you this, but the reason that praying without ceasing came up was because of uh, when as you and Baylor were getting close to home, and you had your little detour tonight. You were, I'm sure, <laughs> that's a moment for praying without ceasing um, with your drive coming in. Baylor said I need to talk about it on the show tonight, and I said I was not going to talk about it, but I apparently am going to talk about it. <laughs> I didn't. She didn't put me up to it, and I didn't know anything about it. I was just thinking. It's probably a good thing to talk about when we talk about praying without ceasing. MK loves the music, Terry. I do, too. It's very chill. It's very nice for this evening. Will you Thank do you. me a little shake a shake up there, please, mm-hmm. so I know what I'm looking at? Thank you so yeah. much. Hey, you guys. It's been it's been a big day around here, hasn't it? And you yeah. know what? This is the first time I'm actually seeing you and talking to you since, <laughs> since this morning. What are you talking about? Since yesterday. You kissed me goodbye. You kissed me hello when I got home. <laughs> he kissed me goodbye in the morning and kissed me hello late this evening. And that's you it. You had a little, little road trip today. Yep. I spent the day with my girls. Minus one. Taylor Beth wasn't able to be with us. And I missed her. But other than that, uh, Taylor Asher, Baylor, Riley, we were all together today. It was a, it was a fun day. Mm-hmm. Yes, I did. I want that's exactly what happened. I want to talk about that, Jeff. What caused the road to close? Because the detour they sent us on was a one lane backwoods road, <laughs> and there was no shoulders, and we had we had to pass two way traffic, and Baylor and I had to drive off the road. 
and there was a couple times I didn't know if we were going to get back on. Baylor said, Mom, that was the scariest thing I've ever been through in my life. We did that for over three and a half miles. And praying without ceasing is I I I just I just kept talking myself into staying on the road. It was very scary what happened. Well, as I was talking with you guys as you were coming in on the phone, and you were like, "Oh no, that mailbox it's open," and I I was pretty sure I was going to hear Baylor close it because y'all were that close to it. So. We were so close that that as I was coming around it, Baylor goes, "We missed it. We missed it." Like she was lo- playing lookout over there. We hit it. We hit a tree branch. It didn't scratch the car. Um, I can't see the inside of the tires where we kept falling off the asphalt road and trying to get back on. The truck behind us was bigger. It was a truck. I was in my little SUV, my little CRV. I drive a CRV. Um, anyway, it was, it was, I said, I said something devastating must have happened on, um, it, this is on Eminence. It was on Eminence Pike. It was on the road so you coming, were coming in. Down 71 and then I you was jumped in, off. At, I was at uh, 71, Jeff. At Campbellsburg, I think it's what it's called. For them to close the road completely and then have all traffic go detour the way they did, it must have been something horrible. And I did not know what happened. We could not see anything. Hmm. Um, but there's police officers at one end and police officers at the other end. And it was not yeah, the way you want to end a road trip. Usually something so, terrible when it when it's like that. Praying without <clears throat> ceasing, no joke, y'all. Mm-hmm. Hey, Judy. Judy Sally from High Point, North Carolina. A sip of root beer and a guzzle of sweet tea. You know that double-minded thing. <laughs> you can two-fist it. Put on the root beer kick double this week. Double-fist it. Ever since we talked about last week being National Root Beer Day. They had root, root beer, beer for lunch. Man, it's been a root beer kind favorite. of week. Mm-hmm. So, good evening. I didn't even say hi to Jeff. Hey, Jeff. And um, she says, Joanne says, I always pray when I see an ambulance or an accident. That's good. That's just yeah. a good practice. Yeah. So, sure. yep, it was an exciting day, but it's good to see you. <laughs> it's good to see you, too. It's the good dogs to see are you. happy to see you. Yeah, miss my dogs today. Um, so, it was fun. We did, Baylor and I took a quick road trip for the day up to Columbus, Ohio. We got to see the girls and Tay, our grand girls. And then I got to do something special. I got... Um, my daughter and son-in-law paid for me to have a special time at a very posh nail salon um, for Mother's Day. And so I waited until right before district assembly and ordination to get my nails done. So I went and got my nails done today. Do they look good? Can you see? You're like, I can't even tell that they're all shiny and pretty, but they're all. <laughs> they look very nice. Yeah, they're really nice. That's awesome. Jeff said it was uh, on 64, close to the Shelbyville exits, between the Shelbyville exits, between 32 and 35. Wow. So there was an accident there, and that was not the one you were affected by, but there nope. was definitely must have been something up north, too. Nope. in Freedom's Way was completely blocked. I mean, like, you couldn't even get to Freedom's Way. So it tells me something probably happened pretty yeah, bad. Yeah. Pretty yeah. bad. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it was. Uh, Monica says a root beer float sounds good, by the way. Great pick of you and your girls. Thank you so much. I did, if you're on Snapchat, I posted a pic of us girls today at lunch. And it was just sweet just to... I wish that I could have captured the look on my granddaughter Asher's face when I walked in the door. Those are always fun. Because she was like, Mimi. It was like, (laughs) my Mimi's here. I talk to her every day by FaceTime. Taylor's so good about letting me talk to the girls every day, every day. And I can tell them stories and we sing together and we count together. It's hard to be a long distance Mimi, but 
Baylor and I and Pop get to see the girls every day on FaceTime. But when we walked in the front door, Asher was excited. So it was totally worth it just for that welcome. I'm sure I know why she was excited because every time she sees you on FaceTime, I always hear you like from the other room and you're yelling her name really loud and that fun, fun, high pitched voice. And I'm sure she was kind of like, oh, okay, now it's, it's real live time. You know, she's really actually here. Well, what's funny was after I greeted Asher and hugged her, she came running, of course, and we hugged and loved and we read books and we did all the things. And then I greeted Riley, who's one month old, so she smiled really big. <laughs> and then Colin's nanny came down the stairs, and I was like, hi, nanny. And she goes, whoa, that was so sad. I expected a great big, hi, nanny, welcome. And she goes, I'm so disappointed. <laughs> oh, man. So, Well, and Asher's at that fun age, too, to where now she's starting to say a few more words. You oh, said yeah. she was talking about bubbles. Uh-huh. And what else did thank you say? Thank you. Thank you. She says, thank you. Book. She'll bring you a book and she'll push it at you and say book, meaning yeah. read me a book. Um, of course, she says mama, dada, pops, pop, 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 Mimi, a rye, rye. She says rye, rye. Instead of Riley, she says rye, rye for her sister's name. Um, she when, says water. When we were up um, a few weeks ago in Columbus and saw him, I told Colin, I said, how many words does Asher say right now? He's like, four or five maybe at the most i said well remember that moment because soon there'll be a day where it's probably going to be it's probably easily tripled now yeah and of course we know muckles and boom so (laughs) we say that too (laughs) so it was it was a fun day and i i spent a little time um getting my nails done and they look good i feel good about that and so I feel like I'm pulling myself together so that I look presentable mm-hmm. for district assembly yeah. and you too. Yeah, we went yesterday. We went shopping uh, for Which suit and we hate. dress. Let's just be clear yeah. about that. Some of you may really enjoy shopping. Not us. <laughs> I just like to get in and get it done. And we were fortunate to be able to do that. I mean, the Lord really put us in the right places to be able to get yeah. what we needed. And yep. I think they're going to be fabulous. Well, I don't know about that. I, no. You'll look fabulous and always <laughs> you are presentable. Because yours looks great. <laughs> yours looks great. Uh, thanks. When we get the pictures uh, from ordination night, I'm, I'm sure it's going to be awesome. No, I'm sure I'll be bawling in every single word. <laughs> Speaking of which, um, so there's some people. Can I say this? Some people. Yeah, I'm not. Go saying, ahead. I'm not saying any names. Okay. That are telling Melissa, make sure you congratulate Terry on his ordination, and I'm like, okay, okay. But they're not saying congratulations to you. No, because what the deal is when people say Terry and Melissa are getting ordained, everyone is just assuming. Oh, because it's a big deal when they somebody said this was like one of the first times that they know of, maybe if ever in the state of Kentucky at least that a husband and wife are separately together getting ordained. We're getting ordained at the same time, but it's not because one of us went through the course of study and earned the degree. It's because both of us did it separately. We just happened to do it at the same time. And so what's happening is because people just assume, I think, well, we I, I, once we find out about that uh, that statistic, I want to I want to share that because that's a big deal, you know. Terry, did you get your hair done? Monica says. <laughs> uh, I need to. I need to get my. Uh, I need to. Sh- I'm going to shave and uh, you know get things kind of tweaked up a little bit, not tweezed, but tweaked. <laughs> uh, we've uh, kind of run the whole. We run out of landscaping uh, to work with. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Well, it's an easy thing. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a couple things. One in ministry, 
you both are. It's true, but if one of us croaked, the other one still has their ministry degree, right? <laughs> yeah. I'm still Reverend Melissa Wright, whether Terry is or not. He's Reverend Terry Wright, whether Melissa is or not. Yeah. So it's separate. It just happened to be happening at the same time. And of course, we are in ministry together. Um, but Terry was a pastor in another denomination before we even met. And I was called in my early 20s before I even met Terry. So we our callings are separate, but the Lord knew what he was doing when he brought us together. And so it's so cool that we get to minister together. Um, but let me just clarify. I, I'm surprised I have to, but I see that it is like an issue. Yeah. And the other thing is people say pastors, Terry and Melissa Wright, which is correct. But I think people just think Pastor Terry... And then so many people call me the first lady, which is awesome. I love that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, but um, well, like, and Angie's saying it right here. Congratulations. Thank to you. Both and each of you. Yeah. On your I thank you That's for sweet. that. I thank you for that. Because guess what? Um, we each had to do every single paper separate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> every single class and some of the classes we did not take together. I just want to throw that out there. But yeah. we finished them. Every single class we had to do separate. We had to pay separate class fees. We had to have everything. We didn't get a twofer. This was not, (laughs) no, there was no, there was no. Uh, Jeff says you can just now use tweezers to do your hair. (laughs) That's right. It's like a, it's like a, you know, a washcloth and I'm done. Yeah. No shampoo, no hair care products. Okay. I'm done talking about this. I just, it's uh, the, I guess the reason I'm saying it is because, um, I worked really, really hard. You worked really, really hard, but it diminishes um, when someone is like, tell your husband congratulations on his ordination. And they don't congratulate you. Too. No, yeah. that's not yep. very nice. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, <laughs> um, Doug, Pastor Doug, hey, go buddy. forth in the house. He's getting ordained. Just not this year, but close. <laughs> he says, hey, Terry, Melissa, a cup of vanilla caramel coffee here. You know, wow. after the day I've had, I thought I had had enough coffee because I had a Starbucks on the way home, which will probably leave me awake contemplating the universe tonight. <laughs> but after that drive, um, that three and a half miles, oh, man, and we were so close. So yeah. It is crazy when you're, so when you're that close. It was like that time, remember when we went to, where did we go? We went to Kansas, didn't we? And we came all the way back, nine hours, nine and a half hour drive. And as we were about, we were at the exit. We were just two miles from home and it was dead stop traffic. Because it was right after Thanksgiving. And so Simpsonville, the, the, and the bluegrass traffic. outlets at Simpsonville have so much traffic because it's the biggest shopping day and the shopping weekend of the year. And there was a terrible, terrible wreck. So 64 was closed again mm, and we God. were stuck. We made it after nine hours of driving so close. And then we were like stuck for 45 minutes. Well, it, was the like, way it, it, is, it was terrible. And the way a lot of the property is out here. I mean, you got big horse farms and stuff. There's no yeah. roads cutting through back roads, you know, I mean, to the next back road to go around, you're like. 30 miles down in the next town. So right, right. it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. Doug says three more years, buddy. They'll go fast. Yep. As yep. we were counting over the last five, you know, cause this took us five to do the course of study work. Um, it was, we were counting classes and counting over these last years. Um, it was like, it seems like when you're going through it, oh, oh, this is so hard. And it is. It's so, so hard because you're giving yourself completely to each thing you're doing. We're pastoring. We're working. We have a family. We're parenting. We have a marriage. And we're full-time students. And well, so it's it's 
but then we look back and I'm like, wow, it went fast. Yeah. And I think that, uh, Doug, as you're getting, you're just moving into a new pastorate now at Eastland. Yeah. Um, there in, in the Lexington area, it's going to go fast because you're going to be consumed with your weekly duties and the things that are going on and pastoring and, and shepherding and all those things. And uh, you're going to look back and go, wow, where did that time go? Just like watching your, your baby girl grow up. You know, no, that, you man, just that happens move. so quick. Yeah. So quick. So Anyways, so you guys, as we are just on the cusp of this thing, we're walking across the stage, getting everything in in one moment. This evening is approaching quickly. Mm -hmm. It is a very poignant time. We've already had people asking um, if it's going to be live streamed because so many folks obviously can't come. The answer is yes, it is going to be live streamed. Um, So I think we'll probably need to put a link on the website. And we'll probably need to point people to KY Naz YouTube page so that you can actually watch the live stream. Mm-hmm. And I know that it's going to work and I know that it's going to happen because I'm in charge of the live stream. <laughs> so we'll I was make thinking, sure. well, and too, what I was thinking is um, that we can uh, probably, I don't know, maybe put a video, plant the video on the website or something on the main page to where, you know, you could just go to our website and it'll be yeah. there or something. It's a, if you've never seen, an ordination service it is a beautifully poignant service um, there's a lot of details there is a Trust lot me. of there's a lot of blessing there's a lot of praying over there's a lot of impartation um, my cousin Jay who is an ordained elder in the Church of the Nazarene he is Reverend Jay Jellison he is coming to pray over us all the way back in the day when we were young and we all knew the Lord was calling us I we all agreed then that that would be something we would do would pray sort of pray over each other and we honored and celebrated him at his ordination, and he's going to come and do the same for us. Yeah, and that's be awesome. a big deal. My family's coming, so our kids are all grandkids. Everybody's going to be there, and it's going to be a really special time. Our really two dear friends are being ordained at the same time: Pastor Austin Shuck and Pastor Prentice Evans. Yeah, so it's going to be a beautiful it's gonna night. Be good. Hey, let's shift gears a little bit here. Uh, we are on, this is Thursday, and we made an announcement this week of something that is ending tomorrow. Tomorrow, on Friday. Tomorrow, you guys have you hi and good evening. Hey, Ann. Um, have you guys gone to Instagram to follow Terry and Melissa Wright and go like the giveaway Yeti post? Here's what it looks like. Look at your screen. You have to go to this post right here. You have to like the post. You need to um, tag your friends. You need to make sure that you're following Terry and Melissa Wright Instagram account. And if you want to put some names, it will give you bonus entry points. And then what's going to happen is we are going to randomly draw a name from people who followed those directions. And you're going to win that Yeti. And you're going to win Bones Coffee Flavor Highland Grog. I got you ground beans so y'all can just pop it right on in your coffee pot and make the best coffee. That'll be good. And put it in your Yeti and it'll stay hot. And we're going to do that Saturday morning, right? On the Saturday morning show? If you will tune in Saturday morning, two things are going to happen on Saturday morning. One, we're going to announce the winner of the giveaway. And two, we're also going to say a little pause and goodbye to you as this is summer and it's summer vacation season and the Wrights haven't had a vacation in so long we can't remember how many years it's been. (laughs) Um, And so the Wrights are going on vacation, a true, complete vacation next week. 
We're going to spend the first couple days at District Assembly. And then we're saying sayonara to everyone for a few days so we can get some rest and relaxation, spend a little time with our girly, and have a little family vacay. But we'll be back the following week. We talked about doing some things while we were on vacation, but we really feel like we are going to take permission to rest and spend time together. I can't remember. Did we say we were going to not do next Saturday's show as we well? We didn't on the say. First? We did not say. Okay. So there's a chance that we may not, or we may. So you have to be subscribed on our website. If you just go to thegoodmorningshow.tv, you'll find right there on the main page where it says, don't miss out, subscribe to get notified. You will receive those emails as we make those announcements about the winner and about other contests yeah. and about also about whether uh, we're having the shows or not. And if you guys will participate well these last 24 hours in this Yeti giveaway, um, we've gotten several new followers. We'd love some more. If you guys share this and we get some new followers and it goes well, we're going to do it again. I want to see it again. Isn't that a cool cup? Let me get rid of our... Move our faces. All right. Let's Move them off. There you go. Yeah, look at that cup. Look, it is so oh. sharp. It's a 20 ounce Yeti coffee coffee tumbler if you guys have never used yeti coolers or yeti coffee cups they will keep your stuff so hot <laughs> that you're gonna have to take the lid off for a while and blow on it or you're never gonna drink it and then um it's they keep your stuff super super cold they are fantastic i love them and they're made so well and so beautifully so it reminds me of the old joke that somebody said, well, what do you got there? They say, I got a Yeti. And they said, what's it for? And they said, to keep the hot things hot and the cold things cold. And they said, that's awesome. What you got in it? Uh, a cup of coffee and two scoops of ice cream. Doesn't work like that, does it? No. No. It doesn't keep them hot and cold at the same time. <laughs> However, you're going to love taking your coffee on the go when it looks that was real bad. Yes, that's, it, there you go. There we go. So I hope you guys go enter. Go to Instagram. What? You don't have an Instagram account? This is your opportunity to go start an Instagram account. And the first account you can follow is Terry and Melissa Wright so that you have a chance to win that Yeti. And then every single time we give coffee away, every single time we give something away, you guys have a chance to win. We don't yeah. want you to miss that. We want to sure. give we want to give you all the things. Robin says Yetis are amazing. They really are, and yeah. I get no kickback. They don't know me. They don't care that I bought one <laughs> yeah. and I'm giving it away. No, but it's it's like uh, spreading goodwill, good cheer. Because yeah. whoever wins this is going to be like, oh, I love you. Yeah, guys. yeah. This and so guess awesome. what? When you turn it over, it's not going to have somebody's name on it. It's not going to have a Good Morning Show logo. It's oh. just plain so that you don't have to feel like you just got scammed with like free merch from somebody this oh, is okay. legitimately gotcha. worth all the monies and the coffee is probably literally one of the best flavors you'll get i think from bones it's worth it's so all good. the nickels it's worth all the dimes i uh i i remember i had a bag full of nickels one time and um <laughs> <laughs> like, where did you get all those nickels? And I was going to take them down to the coin star thing. Yeah. Because I, I separated out my money and I had all these nickels. And I thought, well, that's that's kind of kind of weird, but it was, yeah, that's it was weird. fun. Can I tell you what else is weird? Before When Terry, <laughs> Terry and I have been musicians and for a very long time, we would sing at coffee shops during the week. And then we would minister and travel on the weekends. And the, it was the way the Lord helped us to continue paying bills while we were traveling and ministering. And when you do that, you play at barbecue restaurants and you 
play at coffee shops, you have a tip jar. We get a percentage of the till, but you also have a tip jar. And so you get a lot of ones and fives, a lot of ones and fives. And so we walked around with, you know, we'd easily have two, three hundred dollars in ones and fives. When you lay down that many ones or fives to pay for something, people wonder what you do with your free time. <laughs> but I, I must there confess, are it certain was me. people <laughs> who make ones and fives a lot, and then there are musicians. And not everybody realizes that tips are tips, okay? Right. right and right. so I remember getting, do you remember that? Getting yeah. the side eye yeah. a couple times, like, and I'm like, let me just be clear. Clearly looking at me, you know what I don't do for a living, uh, okay? Yeah. But in case you wondered, so that's almost as good as your nickel story. <laughs> we made $114.27. I don't know who gave, who gave the 27 cents. They said everybody did, you know? <laughs> <laughs> You're a mess. We better oh, move on man. to something productive. Hey, in case you missed our last show, it was episode 125. It was our Monday morning motivation episode. And we talked about Juneteenth because it was June 19th, uh, about the ending of slavery and the announcement of that that happened back in the 1800s. Uh, right at the end of the Civil War. And then we talked also about the top 50 foods, according to Grubhub in America. Of, of that all was the people fun. Pulled. That was a yeah. fun conversation. Yeah. Yeah. It was good stuff. Uh, so you can find this and all our previous episodes on our website at thegoodmorningshow.tv. You can click on the videos link, watch just the videos page, or go through the blog and look at the pictures and the videos and all kinds of things. And also the audio podcast is on there as well. So our friends, the Hills a.k.a. Master Pastor Yoda Mm -hmm. and Heather and the kids have been in California and they are back and I cannot wait to hear from them and hear about their wonderful trip. They got some really cool pictures of the um, Golden Gate Bridge, which we've talked about on the show several times Mm -hmm. as something really cool to see. So they were out in that area. And so looking forward to sort of talking to you about that. And the reason I'm bringing it up, because today is the first full day of summer. You know what that means? It's vacation season. And so we want to hear about your vacation plans. We are going to take a show when we come back in a week and we're going to talk about vacation. We do it every summer. It's in, it's a fun topic. We want to talk about all the things. We want to talk about road tripping. We want to talk about what it looks like to travel, where you guys are going. I would love to hear tonight if you are all going somewhere on vacation and I and Baylor are going to Pigeon Forge, Gatlinburg area. We are going to Dollywood. Um, we've rented a cute little cabin area down there. And we're looking forward to spending some time um, in Pigeon Forge. We love that area. And so I'm really anxious to hear where you guys are going. The Hills have been in California and Anaheim. And then they drove up the Central Coast and went to San Francisco. I would love to hear where are you guys going? Um, Jeff and MK just got back from the Pacific Northwest in Oregon. And so um, everybody's going someplace. Where are you guys going? Are you guys going on vacation? I can't wait to take some time in a week or two and just talk about all the places we've been and all the fun stuff to talk about with vacationing. Our dogs are so funny. You were just like, where are you guys going? And Phineas looked up at you like, I'm not going nowhere. Because you're all usually like, where are you going? Why are you leaving? Where's it? What's happening? That's funny. Yeah. I must have said some key words that they uh, recognized, right? right? Yeah. Hey, is this thing on? Are you guys there? You guys are so quiet. Shake a shake it there. Shake a shake of that thing. All right. Yeah. Just make sure. Joanne says she throws all her change in a jar. You know, ever since we started doing the alabaster, um, 
uh, collecting in uh, February and September throughout the year at the church. It's funny because we have this little accumulation that always happens in these little jars and boxes and all that kind of stuff. So There is my girl that I missed today. Mm. My sweet Taylor Beth is on. Hi, sweetie. Love you so much. My daughter-in-law is better than yours. Hashtag. So here's the beef. B. Taylor Elizabeth loves the beach. So when we talk about vacation, them girls talk about going to the beach. Baylor always talks about the beach. Taylor always talks about the beach. So that's their place. And they're going to the beach. For like a week. Mm -hmm. It's going to be cool. So Taylor and Brett get to go and Jed Man too. They get to go check out the beach. Robin says they're going to Gatlinburg in October. Otis and Wyatt just got back from Vermont. You love Vermont, Terry. I really do. But she didn't go because she Mm -hmm. had class. Yeah. And so Angie moved to Oklahoma. Are you kidding? What? What city are you in, Angie? I must know the details. My brother, my nephew, my sister-in-law all live down outside of Tulsa and Owasso. And then we have, of course, Becoming Love Ministries headquarters is in Oklahoma City, mm-hmm. Bethany. So I need to hear where you moved to, Angie. And so she says that constitutes her vacation. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, what a I way love to spend hearing it. your guys' plans. That's moving, fun. Moving boxes and all kinds of stuff, huh? Ooh. I wonder if this is the one with the singing. I keep forgetting to take it out. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Well, the intro was great. That's great. I, I love the piano. The with the singing. I love the piano. I think the singing one is this bucket list song up here. Oh, well, we'll click through that. <laughs> yeah. So, what's up? You guys are so quiet tonight. Sometimes I feel like they're all on that that NPR skit. Right. Okay. So here's what we'll do. We said tonight when we started, um, say you're Oklahoma, about 130 miles west of Oklahoma City. Oh, out toward the Panhandle. uh, Yeah. South of the Panhandle, I guess. All right. Congratulations. I can't wait to hear all the details of your move. And what you're going to seems like it might be on. Is it on one of the main east-west roads that we've gone through? I promise you, I don't know. Maybe we went through on the way to. Like, you know, out to California or something. I don't know. We've been so many places. It's hard for me to keep track. But I would love to hear all the details, Angie, about what caused you to move, what you're doing for a ministry, and all the things. Thanks for letting us know. I absolutely want to hear all the details. Hey, you know what else? What else? I want to shout out to our podcast listeners. I absolutely love that we have a podcast community that enjoys listening to the podcast content while you're traveling and commuting and doing all the things, mowing the lawn, when you're going on your exercise walk and all the things you're doing to take your mind off whatever you're doing and you listen to podcasts. Thanks for choosing the Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa. I'm so glad and grateful that you tune into our content. We bless you and we love you. Also, it's very special special podcast listeners at the post office here in Shelbyville, Kentucky. They listen to podcasts as they sort the mail in the morning, and sometimes they listen to this one. And we want to let them know how much we appreciate them listening and also to thank them very much for delivering our mail faithfully here in the 40065. We love you. That's right. So I mentioned earlier, we were talking about praying without ceasing. And really, I wasn't, because I've been working on district assembly stuff all day. 
I've been working on all the presentation stuff, all the stuff that's going to be on the screen, all the graphics, all the videos, uh, the whole what we call the grid of actually how things are laid out, where business needs to be, where all the worship goes, that whole order of service stuff for three days, two and a half, three days. And there's a lot of stuff. You mentioned earlier that it's a really, or uh, the service, even for ordination, is so special. There are so many different elements all involved in all that. And my brain is almost like, because I've been on all day working on that. And so after talking to you on your trip, coming back, that praying without ceasing kind of popped into my head. And then I heard this thing with Ben on there. And I thought, you know, how many people really think about what praying without ceasing really means? I mean, do we think it's like this humongous task that we're like, well, I'll get to it when I can. It's, it's not that at all. It's, I think the easiest way I heard somebody once was, I always heard people say when they felt like they were ending a prayer and they'd say in Jesus name, amen, because everybody agrees. Amen. That's so be it. Right. We all agree, but it's kind of like hanging up the phone when in your prayer is what somebody said one time. And it kind of stuck with me. I don't know if it's really like that, but it kind of made sense that it was like, okay, I'm done talking to you now. I'm going to go back to doing what I'm doing. But it's really about having that conversation all day long with the Lord, isn't it? Well, I mean, we've talked about this before, and so I think this is just a little add-on. But really, it's the consciousness, the intentionality of remembering the Lord in your life every day. Every moment you remember, hey, I'm not alone. I am in relationship. The Lord is with me. He abides and lives in me by His Holy Spirit. And so there's this constant awareness And I think that's what really we're talking about. So when Terry and I are in the car together, we don't always have a conversation. Sometimes we just sit there. I know this is so hard to believe in silence. We actually sit there in silence sometimes and we just drive and I'm aware of him being present and he's aware of me being present. And even though we are not actively speaking to each other, we're aware of each other's presence. This is part of praying without ceasing. You may not be asking something of the Lord and he may not be downloading something into you, but you are aware of his presence in your life by the abiding Holy Spirit that that lives within you. And I think that's a huge part of beginning to wrap your mind around the scripture and praying without ceasing. I think that's a big part of it. Mm-hmm. John Jersey said for vacation, he went to Canada fishing and I love hearing his fishing stories in Canada. And Angie said, we can come anytime to her new place. That's awesome. Thank you. And Warren Warren was out mowing. Hey, Hey, Warren. Warren. Good Good to see you. I'm glad that you're on. Also, um, you had a few tips about praying without ceasing. Did you want to share those? Well, it was just, it was some basic stuff, kind of like what you're saying. It's more of a refresher on certain things because really, I mean, like 1 Thessalonians 5.17 talks about praying without ceasing, Yeah, right? It says that's one of the things that we're supposed to do. Um, in Philippians 4, 6, and 7, this verse stood out. It says, Paul writes, in everything, meaning in every situation, in, in happy and sad, day, night, wherever you are by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving let your requests be made known unto god now there's times where we're saying hey god i need your help with this and there's other times where we're saying like you all do on monday morning so beautifully just acknowledging god's presence his majesty his character all the attributes about him Mm -hmm. just kind of like when we're we're talking to each other and and calling out the gold in someone that kind of a thing or whatever it may be and uh, being aware 
aware of presence yeah. and of, 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 of those kind of things. But First Chronicles 16.11 says, Seek the Lord and His strength. Seek His presence continually. Amen. What a good verse. Yeah. So, so uh, you know, and I mean, we could go on saying, you know, don't be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. God, I need your help just today. Yeah. It's okay to ask him. And it's uh, my my friend Steve Anderson, you know, wrote that song, uh, Joy of My Salvation. He was just playing the other I day. I have heard it twice on Instagram. See what you're missing. If you're on Instagram, you could actually see and hear Terry's song. Um, well, Steve wrote it and Terry recorded it, The Joy of My Salvation. It's still what? getting played overseas. And what it's a amazing. great song. Every time I hear it, I'm like, this is such a good song. Well, but he starts out by saying, Lord, it's me again. You know, and we kind of all, all sometimes we all seem like we feel like that. I'm just bothering God now. <laughs> I just know he's like, that's oh, not no. true, though. I know it's not. But you know what? We can the devil or our enemy. And in my mind, I can be tricked and deceived into thinking, uh, you know, what, God, he's busy with other things right now. So so we just let it go. But but the song is he says, I, I bring you my uh, my joy, my pain, and I bring you my sorrow and I lay them all down at your feet because you are the joy of my salvation. And he wants that joy back. That's really what he's striving for or, or longing for. In the song, yeah. In the song is to have the joy that he once had because of the presence of the Lord. And really, God doesn't move. It's us. You know, we're the ones who move. Mm-hmm. He's just sitting there patiently waiting. So, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yep. Hey, do a little jiggle for me there. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So, Anne yeah. says, that's nice. Thank you. I should shake a shake a. <laughs> I love it. Anne says, sometimes people just need someone to listen. You know, that that is so important. Um, just asking a few key questions and get people talking about themselves. You can really discover a lot about where they are and how to help and how to love and just how to listen. And sometimes... Um, Terry and I have this thing where we need to figure out when the other one is talking, are you wanting my help in problem solving or do you just want an ear to listen? Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes we miss that cue. It's hard to know. Right? Sometimes we miss that cue with each other. And so sometimes one of us will just say, hold on, don't, don't, don't give me any answers. I just, I need, I just want to sound off. Sure. And a lot of us are people who like that we want to help. You know, we are like, you're like, no, I don't, I don't need your help right now. Yeah. I just want somebody to listen. Yeah. And that's that's something we have to learn. Well, some of us process by speaking through things. Mm, I, I have two people uh, other than Terry that I share with um, just really honestly. Um, and in that so much revelation comes just by speaking what's going on up here and in here out of my mouth. And that's a lot of time, my prayer time with the Lord, but sometimes having an articulated conversation with someone in discipleship and you're all of a sudden you're like, that's revelation. Like I never realized that until it came out of my mouth. And so sometimes we do need someone to listen. Sometimes we need to have these discipleship relationships where we're just sharing. Yeah. Boy, we talked about this last time we were gathered together. Sorry. I think it's good. No, it's good uh, because, well, you know, when... It's like a lot of times, you know, somebody will go to church and they'll hear a message on Sunday and they, they, they say they only re, we only retain a certain amount of, of what we heard. It's shocking how little. And, and so it's okay to hear these things again. Because By the way, when so I hear those statistics about how little people retain when you talk to them or preach at them, that makes a, a preacher faint. 
Because I'm just like, man, I have so much good content here that came from the Lord and people are getting like 4% of it. And I'm like, what are you doing the other 96% of the time? Instagram. Are you awake? (laughs) Oh, man. Sarah Bix. Hi, Sarah. Sarah from Maryville, Missouri. It's good to see you, sister. We love and bless you and Tracy in Jesus' name. Amen. Otis says, I've always liked to think God likes my sense of humor. After all, isn't he the originator of dad jokes? I do agree. I think the Lord has a sense of humor. Yeah. I absolutely think he does. Yeah. He has a sense of humor. Yeah. So, you guys. You got your word open over there? I do. I do have just a little teeny tiny word tonight. A teeny tiny word? Yeah. It's it's uh, June 22nd. It's the first full day of summer. Happy summer, y'all. And so I'm in Proverbs 22. Mm. And this is a famous verse. Train up a child. This is Proverbs 22, verse 6. Train up a child in the way he should go. Even when he is old, he will not depart from it. How many times we have spoken this as we've been praying for lost children or lost grandchildren to come to the Lord or prodigals who once knew the Lord and then walked away from their relationship with the Lord. Um, This is such a prominent verse that we talk about. Um, This Proverbs 22 and 6 verse. 22, 26 or 22, 22 and 6. 22, 6. 6. I'm Mm -hmm. sorry. I misunderstood. No, it's probably because I spoke, misspoke. Sorry. It's all right. So I'm reading it again, and then I'm going to tell you my thoughts. Train up a child in the way he should go. Even when he is old, he will not depart from it. We can't just assume that taking a child to church every Sunday is training them up in the way they should go. We cannot just trust the responsibility of biblical education and Christian education of our children to their Sunday school teacher or their children's church worker or their vacation Bible school instructor or their camp counselor. It is the parent and grandparents and family's responsibility to train up our children in the word of God. It is so important that we take responsibility to sing the word of God to our children, to pray the word of God with our children, to teach them Bible stories, to read the word with them, and then ask them what they understood about the word. What kind of retention did they get when they read it? What kind of questions do they have over it? Um, I did not do a great job sometimes taking responsibility to educate my children in the word in the ways of the Lord. And I'm grateful that my kids are all serving the Lord. I'm grateful that my kids are walking out their ministry. And I'm grateful that it's not too late now to keep discipling and mentoring my children and my grandchildren and my in-law children. It's so important that we always point back to the word. But we have got to take a personal responsibility with this. We cannot just entrust the education and the training of our children in the word of the Lord and the ways of God to the people at the church, to the pastor, to the youth pastor, to the children's pastor. We have got to take personal responsibility. 
early on in when the Lord called me, and this is a whole story unto its own, and I won't even get into it. I'll just say this. When the Lord called me to homeschool Baylor, um, you have to know that was not something I was excited about. And I struggle with that. I don't feel like I was called to be a teacher, but I have enjoyed it very much. But the very first thing when the Lord called me, he put within my heart that one of our subjects from preschool on would always be the Bible. And so during school every day, Baylor reads the Bible and we talk about it. And you know what's been interesting is to hear a 10-year-old's idea of what she just read. It's brilliant. The Bible is so simplistic that a child can understand so much. She even has just really interesting points of view that the Holy Spirit reveals to her as she reads. And some of it makes her uncomfortable. Because she's reading times when when there's disobedience and there needs to be repentance. And she said, this un, this makes me uncomfortable because of this, this thing about disobeying God. And I wouldn't know these things if I just entrusted the education of my child. And I'm talking about in the ways of the Lord. I'm not talking about, I have no problem with public education. I have no problem with sending your kid to private school. I'm just saying, we cannot expect that the Sunday school teacher and the pastor are going to be the people who are training up the child. It's the parents job to train up the child and the grandchildren. And we don't have to sit and have Bible lessons all the time, but I do think the first part of discipleship needs to start with parents to children and parents to grandchildren. And I love to tell stories with my grandkids. They're just now getting to the place where they love to read and they're starting to listen. And I love telling them about Jesus and I wanna sing with them about Jesus. And I don't wanna miss the mark. Their parents are gonna do a great job telling them about Jesus, but we have got to start taking responsibility. And so in this little verse with this little word, I just want maybe us to think about this from a different perspective. Maybe if we're not parents, the Lord would be drawing us to a child in our neighborhood or in our church that we could sort of begin to mentor and disciple and we can help shape their life with the word of God. Maybe your children are grown and they're far away. I don't live in the same town with my children and my grandchildren anymore. My daughter is still at home and I'm so grateful for that. But maybe there's neighborhood kids Maybe the Lord is drawing your attention to even a young adult that you can pour into. You don't have to have a child. You can pour in discipleship. This is about doing life together in the Word of God, by the Spirit of God. And what if we took so seriously that it was our job to train up a child in the ways of the Lord, in the ways he should go? If you want them to stay true to the Word of God and the precepts of Christ, We have to set that standard in our home. And if you say, well, it's too late, my kids are grown. It's not too late as long as you're breathing to start setting that standard now. What if we just start sharing the word? What if we just start sharing the love of Christ and praying and starting it means that we get the opportunity to continue so that when there's hard moments, we won't see our kids and our grandkids departing from that truth. Can we pray into this? Lord, I thank you for your word. And I thank you that the message of salvation, the message of Jesus and Jesus crucified is simple enough 
that a child can understand it. Lord, you did not intend for us to have to have a doctorate degree to understand your good news. Thank you, Lord, that we can understand it. But Lord, thank you for the urgency within us to share it. Lord, give us a desire to train up our children and our grandchildren in your word and by your spirit. Lord, put within us a burden to be responsible with your word for those that we have influence over. Thank you, Lord, even if it's a coworker in their young adulthood. Thank you for giving us an opportunity to disciple and share your word. We love you, and we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. There's your word for the day. Amen. That's good. That's good. Uh, Sarah's got a uh, prayer request. Could you keep my dad in your prayers? His last living immediate family member, his sister Jessie, passed away, and we headed to funeral, and we're headed to funeral tomorrow. He was very close to her, almost like a mama. He's really struggling with her passing. Lord, I thank you so much for Sarah's daddy and her family. And Lord, it must be a very lonely feeling that her dad is feeling with his last relative close to him passing away. Lord, it sounds like they had an intimate, close relationship. And Lord, this is a huge loss in his life. Father, will you fill the gap? Will you bring peace and comfort that only your Holy Spirit can bring? Lord, would you allow him to just remember the blessing of her life? Would you, Lord, remind him that he's never alone, that you're a friend that sticks closer than a brother, and you assure us that you'll never leave nor forsake us. Thank you, Jesus, that you grieve with us and you mourn with us and you know our station, you know our loss, and you feel it with us. Lord, we love you. I lift up Sarah and Tracy to you as they lift up her daddy. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hi, Angie. Pastor Angie in the house, Louisville, Kentucky. She's getting close to ordination. Yeah, she's super close. Like, I honestly like thought she was next I, year. I thought maybe? she was going to cross the finish line. However, some of us have, you know, t- we've all done this. Took a little, like a semester off here or there, to try to. Oh, that's right. I think she your, did say she was going to take a little time. Pull your brains back in, right? Sometimes it feels like they're leaking out. <laughs> and it's like I'm just going to take one semester to like gather my things, my thoughts, my brain cells. Yeah. She's just doing homework. <laughs> I feel you. Yeah. I feel that. Yeah. I feel that for sure. For sure. Yeah. We, our son just. I just talked to our son on text. Um, next March, she'll be done. Praise next the Lord. March. Praise Amen. the Lord, Angie. It's so close. Um, they're just wrapping up um, worship team yeah. practice for district assembly, and he said it's been crazy, but it's going to be good. Sarah says that we're a blessing, and we love you, and we're grateful that you are that you are joining us. Um, Sarah, whenever you can, you mean so much to us. You and Tracy, we just love you guys. We bless you. Thank Amen. you for your encouragement. Amen. Angie says her brains are gushing out. I yeah. get it. I get yeah. it. I'm like, where are they going? They're leaking out. I don't know if they're evaporating or they're going out my ears. I don't yeah, know. It's yeah. so, it's, it's, it's painful. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, um, right. Anne is bringing up something the, that's very, yeah, very prevalent right now in the news. The uh, submarine. Uh, well, it wasn't a submarine. It was a submersible. And so um, Taylor Jewell and I have been glued to reports and reading and watching everything we can. And we've just really been praying this week that they would be found alive. But 
I have to tell you, I am extremely, if it is since they have passed, I'm extremely grateful of how they passed because they would not have even known. We heard even yet before we got on tonight, uh, a Navy um, maritime, whatever, expert saying they it happened so quickly with that sort of pressure implosion that they would not have any idea that there was pro- a problem and that they they wouldn't have had any moment to fear because it happened so quickly and I, I'm grateful that they weren't sitting in a cold almost freezing water in the dark while their oxygen was dwindling away yeah, in yeah. fear they weren't living in fear right. um, and I'm so sad that this happened And so, Lord, we do lift up these families. Lord, I lift up all of those that were involved trying to search and rescue for this is, it's not just captured the attention of the nation, it's captured the attention of the world. And Lord, I pray that in this, you would be glorified somehow. And I pray, Lord Jesus, that these families and friends would be comforted in this time of loss. I pray that the families would turn to you for peace and comfort. Lord, I pray Um, that this spirit of unity that has come between all of these countries, Lord, in this search, Lord, I I pray it would continue. It's been kind of a cool thing to see. Lord, we don't know and understand why some things happen and we we won't pretend to question you because Lord, we know, Lord, that we are people who make our own decisions. Sometimes they're great and sometimes we don't, uh, We don't do such a good job with that. But Lord, we just want to pray that there would be a real sense of peace in this. Thank you, Lord, that it sounds like there was no suffering. I do appreciate that, Lord. Um, No one wants to think of that uh, loss uh, accompanied with suffering. So thank you, Lord, that you have shown up in this situation. And I believe there are pockets and areas when you've probably been working and we don't even know. So we thank you. And we say this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Angie says, I cannot wait for assembly. I am, I love district assembly every year. It's like revival and family reunion mixed together. Yeah. And it is, there's a little bit of business, obviously. There's a little bit of work. And Terry works so hard. Some, some of, there is a handful of people that work so hard um, to make assembly happen. And I'm grateful for you. Um, it's going to be good. But it is, I enjoy it so much. I love seeing everybody. I love everybody coming together in one place for a few days. Well, it's funny because I remember, was it three years ago that Mike Justice, or maybe it was four years ago when he asked me, and in three years we've been doing it, this is the third year, that he came up to me and said, hey, do you, you have any interest in running the uh, slides <laughs> for this? And I'm like, I have no idea what that even looks like. So, of course, I said yes. You know, you're like, yeah, I'll do that. Hey, no problem. And then you're like, Well, you wow. say yes, not knowing what you're saying yes yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. And there's so much. But I but I have a greater appreciation for what goes on during District Assembly now to know the ins and the outs and the, the stuff behind the scenes. Funny thing is you never see Terry at District Assembly because he is behind the the curtain and the screens the whole time. Yeah, you know you never see Terry back in the control. Right, cockpit. so he is not out and about. And I I have this little teeny tiny job of starting the live stream cameras and then walking away. <laughs> set I set them up. It. I set them up. Set I I get it. them all in place and I hit boop and well, then I'm like Audi, right? You do a good job. And I'm talking and I'm socializing and I'm doing my people I'm thing. Singing. I'm singing and smiling cuz it's my favorite because <laughs> 
and I absolutely love it. And then I think poor Terry, he's back behind the curtain. He's like the Wizard of Oz behind. Pay no attention to that man behind the curtain, right? That's right. Yeah, that's right. Angie. That's why no one ever sees him at District Assembly because he is behind the curtain, and everything you see on the screen, and I mean everything is coming from him and every sound and audio cue that's happening outside of the live music is terry playing that so he's constantly constantly <laughs> clicking running making sure and everyone's like hey can i just can you just throw this up on the screen can you just throw this up on the screen and he literally works for weeks to make sure everything's in place you know all the slides that you just this is something so simple when we walk in and there's slides that are showing and you're seeing all like the things that are happening in the district all the calendar announcements all the things and like that there there is someone who puts all of that together every year and it is hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of pages and pieces of media audio and video and pictures and all these things that are coming together and so he like for weeks works this out and then <laughs> no one sees him for three days right hey i'm gonna try to get out of there more this time because i've realized in looking at these lists of the church names of pastors that have come that are new especially we have a lot of new pastors we do have a lot of new i want to get to know all of the new pastors yeah i want to make it my goal hi, to, my aim to uh, to get to know them hi don good to see you hey don angie moved close to you she's in sayer oklahoma and don is close to turpin oklahoma mm-hmm. so you guys are not that far apart. Mm-hmm. How many people attend District Assembly? Um, last year, I think we had over 350 on Sunday night, the opening service. I do not know what we ran after that, but Sunday night is our big service. And we were we were th- grabbing chairs and adding them to the back of the room because we had so we yeah, were full. Yeah, we were yeah. full to capacity almost on, on Sunday. Hey, Janice! Janice! Janice, we love you. The Lord's healing you right now. Don't be discouraged. Don't That's be right. down. The Lord is doing such a work through you. You are his testimony. You are his glory. He is putting his glory in you, Janice. We <laughs> love you. I'm so happy to see you. She says, go Terry. I say, go Janice. Uh, yeah, go Janice. That's right. We love you. Yeah. Yeah, We're good. See Angie and Dawn. They're gonna they pray together. We pray together. It's so I'm so glad you guys are close together. Maybe we could triangulate and meet in the middle, like where they're at and then where we're at and where the middle is in that, right? Otis Let's says, Wow, it, um, more than you thought. There's a lot of people that come. Yeah. It's so amazing too. It's it's a powerful time in the Lord and, and just you know, Kentucky's a close state. It, we just, we really are a close people. There's such a camaraderie between pastors and churches. I love, that's one of the things we love about this con- this state um, is that we just really realize at some level, we are not competing. We are doing this together. We need each other. Yeah. yeah and I'm so glad for that unity here. Really, really grateful we for do, that unity. We do. We do. Quick, somebody pick a number between 1 and 250. We're about out of time, oh, but we got stars. time for one, one. Get to know you. Get to know you question. How one about that? One and 250. One yeah. and 250. One and 250. Who's got a number? Who's got a number over here? I see a number you're selling, coming you're up. Trying it's going to be. Like an auctioneer. Yes. Hey, who are you looking at? That's exactly right. 245. 245. Okay, 245. And Mickey is the winner. 245. All right. Uh, oh, you know what I did? Oh, it was 250 on the uh, the. Would you rather? It's only 200. So we'll take 200. 
Let's okay, see what number 200, 200. Here we go. 210. There it is. Here we go. Oh, this is a good one. Okay. This is a good one. You'll love this one, Ann. All right. All right. So here's okay. the question. Terry's going to ask the question. Mm-hmm. I'm going to answer. Terry's going to answer. You're going to answer. Are you ready? Here is the one get to know you question for tonight. All right. Number 210. What was your favorite book growing up? I know we talked about this before, but let's touch on this again. What was your favorite book growing up? Do you remember? Do you have one? I told you that I liked the biographies of Mary Todd Lincoln and Beatrix Potter. Yeah. What um, kids book? Let's let's talk about children's books. Oh. Let's change it that way. I was a child when I read those. <laughs> I know. Charlotte's Web. Oh, that's awesome. Charlotte's, Charlotte's Web. Web. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. Kids book. Favorite kids book. Um, um, I'm, I'm trying to think of something. But somebody's going to say something here. See, we'll I said two, and you didn't like my choices, so I come no, up with a third. I, I no, feel, I love your what choices. What about you guys? While Terry's thinking, what was your favorite child children's book growing up? I had a, a Charlie oh, Brown book. Nancy book. Drew. I knew she was going to say that. Hardy Boys and Nancy Drew was Janice. I remember that. Little Women, great one, Anne. Yeah, great one. Yeah. I had a Charlie Brown book that was really a good one. Are, Are you, you my, my mother? mother? Uh, I love okay, that so one. since we're talking about Dr. Seuss, Horton, here's a who. That was one okay, of my favorites. Okay, I sent Are You My Mother to Declan, my nephew, for his birthday this year. And he loves going around uh, and he'll say, and Joel will say, Are you my mother? And he'll say, No. I love that book so much. The Boxcar uh, Kids. Boxcar Kids. Robin yeah. said Nancy Drew and Hardy Boys. Very good. Sad book like Stuart Little, Better or. Little, little, bear. little Bear. Yeah, yeah. A Little Bear. Yes. Stuart Little and Little Bear. They're very good. Yeah, very good. Yeah. How fun. Boxcar Kids. I read a lot of comic books. I didn't have a lot of hardback books and stuff, but, um, you know, we'd, we'd try to get that stuff. A lot of hard, Archie comics. And I read everything I could get my hands on. I enjoyed reading. I still do. And guess what? I can read whatever book whenever I want because no one has assigned me to read any <laughs> other book. And oh, so I man. can read it. I love oh, it. Wow. I love it. Hey, this time is up. Our time is over. Well, But you that's... know what? It's been so good being with you tonight. I wish you knew how much we love and appreciate you. You bring us such encouragement just by hanging out with us. Thank you so much for tuning in on the Good Morning Show at night for Thursday Night Live. Little House on the Prairie series, Mary the Kay best. says. Yep. Hey, don't forget, Saturday morning, we're going to be giving away that Yeti mug. Ooh, you and guys the, go to Instagram. Uh, yes. Make sure you go do that. Go to our Instagram for Terry and Melissa Wright. If you can't find the link, it's on our website. Go to the TV, click on the link, and follow it there. Yep. And we look forward to seeing you guys on Saturday morning, yes. 10.30 a.m. Eastern Time, 9.30 Central. That's right. And we're going to talk about who wins that giveaway. We love you so much and we bless you. Thanks for tuning in. Yeah, don't stay up too late. We'll see you later. Thanks for tuning into the Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa. You can catch up on previous episodes, find links to our social pages, and drop us a line at our website, thegoodmorningshow.tv. Thanks for listening.